The Gold Circle is recorded on the land of the Yagara and Turrbal people, and we acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia. We recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture, and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Welcome to the Gold Circle, Australia's number one Nepal podcast. I'm your host, Nick Lee, and with me, as always, is Luke Top. Hey. And Abby McCulloch. Hello. Hi, guys. Are you on the road still? Yeah, I'm still on the road. I'm, cool. I'm, nearly, I'm nearly where I need to be, so hopefully the sound cuts Unreal. pretty soon. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, the, the quicker you get there, the less work I have to do in post, so... Speed. Oh, speed. Listen to the listen to the winching. Jesus Shut Christ. Um, <laughs> so we we're here to discuss uh, the weekend's game, uh, but also before that, we actually wanted to dive into um, Fever Swifts before, just to get Abby's opinion on this thing. I don't think we actually covered it in the previous episode, um, but it was one of those things that we figured uh, there might be Abs. You might have some form of insights or a, or, or what potentially could have happened to the Swifts at, well, at the half. Well, yeah, former Swift, former Swift. Um, yeah, what are your insights from the Swifts fever game? Well, oh, my my insights are from the girls that they were obviously devastated, which I know you guys uh, mm. mentioned. You physically, you, you visibly saw that disappointment on their faces after the game, but um, I spoke to a couple of them after, and yeah, they, they were gutted. The way that their season ended, but you know that's sport, unfortunately, and there can only ever be one winner. But in terms of the game itself, they were obviously fantastic for uh, a half a game of netball, and then to me, they looked like a bit of a different team when they came out. And I don't know if that was complacency, and I don't, I don't think it would have been. But yeah, they just did not play great in that second half. Some of them looked a bit tired. I think there might have been a few too many changes that made things a little bit disjointed, but I guess one positive that they can take away from it is that Maddie Turner's back and her combination with Sarah Clow, that combination is absolutely dynamite when they're on, and generally they're on when they're out on court together, so that's something really exciting for them moving forward, but yeah, I don't know, it was a little bit, ended up being a little bit lackluster for me in the end, you know, up by nine and you end up losing by five, that's Pretty huge. Um, what did you think um, of the defensive combinations? Um, because they were sort of sitting that too high sort of um, situation with Clow and Turner basically on Fowler and letting um, Alice Teague Neal shoot. Is that? I, I personally thought that's probably the best tactics I've seen on Fowler. Were you pretty impressed with that? Yeah, I, and like I said, I thought they did a fantastic job. So Maddie Turner's obviously back from that ankle injury and healing really well. So they they got that right, you know. And why would it be tell us to shoot the game out? Because, you know, the last few years she hasn't been fantastic in terms of her um, shot. Like, her movement has been fine, whatever, but her shot hasn't been great. And yes, I know it's improved this year, but, you know, Val is the one shooting 95% of their goals. Like, you've got to stop. You've got to stifle the, stifle the ball getting into her. And, yeah, I thought that they're their tactic on, and the way they did it, the double back, like we've seen people double back on Fowler before, but the way they did it, they were a little bit more off the body. I thought they did a good job. But in saying that, I also think Sarah Clough probably matches up against Fowler the best out of any of the goalkeepers. Like Sarah's quite tall at like 192 centimetres or something, which is 
not too much shorter than Fowler, and she's so super athlete. Like, you should see Derry in the gym. She's, she's a beast. She's out of control. So I think she matches up athletically the best on her too, so that's helpful. Um, obviously, with your history, um, I don't want to bring up the grand finals, but um, obviously, oh my God. obviously um, do you think it's going to really push them uh, sort of into next season? Is this sort of going to be fire in the belly? Yeah, absolutely. You know, they're, they're the reigning champions and they still are for at least another couple of days and, and they won't take it lightly that they haven't made it all the way to the grand final this year and... You know, as you mentioned, the I've been playing two consecutive grand finals, and it does it does ignite the fire in the belly a little bit when you when you finish up the season and, and you have a slight box where you wanted to get to. So I think the really good thing for the Swiss is, and we're seeing some of their signings come out over the next couple of days. I'm assuming from the Swiss, just like we have been from every other team. I would say that a majority of the Swiss will be back next year, and they are still young, and they've got all that time under their belt together now, and they will contest finals again. It's just a matter of whether or not they can step up when it really matters. Yeah, I think there's really only one player that I think is leaving because, I mean, why would you? The everyone... Culture there seems to be perfect. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Wait, did you yeah, not tell I, me who yeah, that player I think was? They're, I think they're pretty happy. Yeah, who, who's leaving? Who do you know? What have you heard? Um, oh, Nat. I've heard oh. Nat's leaving, going back to England. No, I don't reckon. Oh, you don't reckon? Ooh! <laughs> oh shit! Interesting. I mean, I everything I'd heard it was basically that she had a down season, so they're maybe looking to move her on. But she's still pretty critical to that side, considering. Like, I don't know if they would be that keen to move her on unless they had someone else in the wings that they were keen to sign. Yeah, well, We can tweet that. We can tweet that and not look like fools like I was when I was tweeting. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't actually know what the ins and outs are going on, but I, from what I'm seeing and observing from the outer, I reckon for sure she'll be there. Look, I, I think, as I said, they'll keep that team together. Why wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would. I mean, there's no reason to break it up. And to be honest, yeah, the conversations um, I had with Bryony after the game, obviously she was really upset. Uh, with the umpiring, but to be honest, the whole season they've really struggled converting um, off their centre pass, and she she was quite open, and she's basically been saying we haven't been playing our best netball. Um, I think they did play probably their best netball they've played um, for at least half a game, but I mean at the end of the day, they didn't really work. Like sorry, didn't really work. They didn't really like take off like fever has this season if that makes sense it's sort of been a bit of a disrupted all over the place season so i reckon they're they're going to be good for next year yeah i think the, the reason the Swiss was so good last year is because they actually hung on to the ball 
they were very stingy there. So they didn't throw anything away. So anything they converted, they scored from. They scored from their centre passes. This year, that, that's what let them down. This year, they turned over ball, but then they couldn't convert it. And as you said, their centre pass conversion was down too. So that's obviously what got them the grand final win the year before. So, um, Absolutely. But also, you know, they talk about how, you know, you're the winner of the year before and people people chase you down, they get up to play you because they want to knock off the chance. And that's, that's a bit of what happened, I would suggest. The defensive pressure put on them was much higher this year, maybe, because everyone wanted to beat them and um, they just needed to adapt to it a bit quicker. And they will next year. They'll be right. Yeah, and I think the Swifts, despite the season this year, were a tough out for a lot of teams. Like, they had some really rough games where they either came out with a win or a close loss. So I think there's like they've still got it. And again, when you look at the Swifts in the grand scheme of things moving forward, there's no real reason to break it up until things start to look disjointed. And, and I mean, you know, they did look disjointed in parts this season, but I also think that's because, like both of you have said, like defences and, and um, attacking plans have completely changed and adapted to how they play. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think, as I said, that team will stay majority together. They're, they're still super young, so um, that's no problem. But I, I just also don't think you can't lose five out of your last six games leading into finals and expect to, to really be consistent enough to win games. So, yeah, 100% agree. Uh, yeah. So that wasn't ideal for them either. Anything else? Um, no, I think no, move on to the next one. Beautiful. All right. So, we got the uh, Sunshine Coast Lightning going down to the West Coast Fever. The West Coast Fever heading to the grand final. The West Coast Fever defeating the Lightning 73-59. to Luke, let's start with your thoughts from this game. Um, firstly, probably really bad umpiring in my opinion. Um, they would sort of... We talked with Kylie um, after the game and she basically explained that they knew Fever were going to be physical. They practiced all week about getting the body in front and making them contest from behind. Um, I thought they did that. Um, I think the biggest problem and something Sunshine Coast Lightning really has to adjust to is um, two key players for me that haven't had a great back end of the season because I actually think they started off really well and especially in those midweek games, did quite well, um, was Langman and Sherian. Um, I thought Sherian had a good, like, like she didn't have as many turnovers yeah, as last yeah. time. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like um, Langman had a few, like, uncharacteristic turnovers. She had six. Yeah, yeah. It, that's, that's not something you sort of expect from her. And I do really wonder, um, her and I sort of talked before the season um, and because I was joking about the fact that she really should just have a 10-year deal. If I was Sunshine Coast, I'd lock her down for 10 years for like, I don't know, <laughs> 2 million or something. <laughs> and um, she said, no, no, you know, probably one more year. Who knows? Um, and I'm not sure. She, I, I don't feel like she has been overly happy this season. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the bubble. But um, yeah, I I feel like she's been uncharacteristic in the way she's playing, and obviously, um, Kylie said, "Look, I I can't give you an answer on if um what what's happening with Langman, so that's obviously something they're sorting out in the next few weeks." Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be from this game. I I think there's a lot of questions over can Conan handle the physicality. Um, 
a tutor because I feel like when Peace came on, she did really well and she offered something a lot different to what Conan offers. Um, uh, yeah, I, I know we talked about the last podcast about the potential to swing Steph Wood into wing attack and then put her back into goal attack in the two-point sort of zone time. Um, uh, yeah, I I just, I don't really know. It depends on who's going to stay, I think, for Sunshine Coast Lightning as to who sort of moves in Um sort of next season but um yeah i hope they can keep peace i hope they can keep conan and wood and maybe just work on um strategically how they can beat these tougher teams and maybe bulk up a bit i I think steph would potentially maybe needs to get a little bit more biffo i did (laughs) i did hear though that she does love the biffo but yeah i feel like they just were just getting pushed off the mark and the refs aren't going to call it and you've got to adjust and yeah it kind of they couldn't abs uh, I I agree with a lot of that. Um, I reckon, in my point of view on Laura, like I played with Laura and she's an absolute freak. You know, she she will run all day. She works so hard. She she lifts heavy. She she's an absolute athletic freak and so smart as well in terms of her netball brain. To me, I thought she looked tired. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, she's played she's played however many seasons she's played. I, I just thought she looked really tired this year, particularly towards the back end and you know, how do you expect to play phenomenal netball and I'm not saying she wasn't phenomenal, I don't think she was at her best, but she wasn't horrendous. I just yeah, I thought she looked really tired this year. Um but in terms of the game, I thought people I mean Lightning, they were great for about five minutes. I thought, yes, we're on here. This is going to be a great game. They're going to really take it to each other. It's going to be fantastic. And then, yeah, uh, if I'm blatantly honest, I actually turned the game off at halftime. Like, they're up by 20 goals. Like, it was going to take a superhuman effort to, to pull it back. And you can't you can't give the fever 20 goals. It's just impossible to pull that back. Uh, unless you're the Vixens, obviously, in their last game they played, they got a draw. They were down by 16 or something. But, yeah, it wasn't a great game, I didn't think. And... Well, but in terms of the lightning, it's great for Steven to take confidence into into Sunday. But yeah, I I I wasn't impressed with the performance by the lightning. They looked tired, in my opinion. Yeah, I th- I think my assessment from it, looking at that, I was like, damn, I think we're gonna have to. Like, if I'm the Lightning, it's like, all right, we need to maybe retool a little bit. There's a couple... Like, Langman, for example, looked tired. Sherian hasn't had a particularly good year, so do you move that out? Jackie Russell retiring is obviously... Like, frees up a potential spot for any acquisition, whether that's... It could be Cassidy, who announced today that she's not coming back to to Firebirds. Uh, It could be Mai Mai, who's, again, hasn't been linked anywhere yet. There's a couple of options that they could go to. But my assessment after that was like, all right, well, if I'm the Lightning, I think it's time that we have to retool and get a little bit younger, because... You know, Laura's getting up there in age. Pums is up there in age as well. I think there's a couple of sort of defenders that you could get at market next year, potentially, that could come in who are a bit younger, that Kylie has a bit more control over, that can mold into that sort of game. So if I'm... My my prediction for Lightning going into the next season is that I reckon it's going to be a bit of a different side. It feels like there's there's a they don't want to they don't want to they don't want to uh, tank and rebuild. I think they want to retool because they've got the parts there for it. Like Kara's Kara's great. I think having Carla Cara's there my, as well. Carla's my favourite player at the moment. I think she's got so much potential, and she was really great this year. I thought in like obviously she probably didn't take on the physicality of the game on Sunday overly well, but she's so young. She's she's I'm super excited about what Cara Conan's going to do in the next couple of years. 
Oh, no doubt. I, I, I totally agree. I just think, yeah. like, with Luke's assessment as well, that she needs to bulk up a little bit more because she's, like, you just yeah, see how much she's little. getting bullied in the post. And, like, especially if you've got the likes of Stacey Francis and Courtney Bruce who are just who are attack dogs for, for 60 minutes. Um, it's yeah. it's about adapting to that and just trying to, to force those penalties. And, and I think one of the interesting things um, that I sort of saw, and Abs, you might be able to give some clarity on this, but... Um, Stacey Francis, off the ball, she was smacking Sherian, like shoulder, shoulder, shoulder charge, I guess. Just, just brushing her up like a bloody orca in SeaWorld. Just, (laughs) I was just like, oh my God, completely off the ball. Umpires aren't paying her attention. Just a little hello bump. Um, but probably about five or six in the first quarter. Um, it was yeah, like they they came to play, and the whole I guess methodology between what they were going to do was just be physical as hell. Um, and I'm not sure yeah. how that's going to work with vixens because oh, the I, vixens, vixens will be able to cope with it. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, because Maloney and Watson are so strong that I feel like they hold their own on the court with those sort of physical defenses. To be completely honest. Well, I mean, so I guess we'll. If if you don't have anything else to add, Abs, we'll move on to the next game. Uh, yeah, I'm happy yeah, yeah, to chat cool. about the next game. Um, excited. Okay. Yeah, um, I feel like um, like the I, I was saying earlier, the last time I saw this, uh, these two teams go at each other, I think Thwaites was sliding into the midcourt <laughs> playing goal shooter. And Courtney Bruce just, like, beat the crap out of her. Um, I, I really honestly... I know this is so sad to say, but I honestly think if... You know, if you had Michelle uh, Flippard in there, you're not going to get... Like, Courtney Bruce is not going to be able to bully as much as what she probably will do on the weekend. Um, And I think that potentially changes a lot. Um, I probably would have said Vixens, and I'm going to say Fever now, because I think um, that physicality, if they continue that, and you're going to get the same calls, and... um, as part of the stats thing, you can hear the umpires and, you know, Sunshine Coast were going up to the umpires and saying, like, this is kind of ridiculous. Like, you need to be calling this because we've practiced this basically all week and this is what you need to call. And they were like, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, I don't think they can... I don't think they understand that we can hear them or that the broadcast team can hear them um, because, yeah, I was like, huh. Um, and I probably... It's it's not fair of me to repeat what they were saying. But, um, yeah, I I think they have no intention, really, of changing what they're going to ref. Um, are they th- so, hang on. Is it the same umpires uh, from this weekend that are going into... I think so. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I don't know if Bronwyn's going to get on the court or no, not. No, that, which was I thought was pretty confounding on Sunday that Bronwyn was, was sitting there as your third arm, just like watching the centre pass. I'm like, yeah. what is she doing? She needs to be on the court. Well, I don't know if they, if they pull her into the final. I think it would be interesting and I think there's going to be a lot of... Um, like it's sort of even. I think the penalties will sort of jump up a bit, and you know, Fever are going to have to adjust to that. Not to say that they can't adjust to that, because they've kind of adjusted through the season. Um, but yeah, I just i I can't see Fever losing this. Really, you're going to back Fever in, are you? I, I well, I yeah. I don't necessarily want to, but um, 
<laughs> but um, I like you know as uh, Jane Woodlands Thompson told me, uh, Fowler is basically five players. Um, she's but she's in like, yeah. she's like cheat mode. She's like she's the cheat code for Fever. Yeah, she, I, I mean that in like a nice way as well. Like she is basically an, unstoppable. Yeah, she's like a, a guaranteed ninety five percent plus from his shooting and potential to also hit a fifty percent a clip from two. Like. I, yeah, I just don't. I mean, there is a potential that, like, if Alice Tignield in the first quarter throws away six balls, then you know, yeah, okay. But I just, I just don't see that happening. Yeah, but I, I also think that Fowler is beatable. She's one hundred percent beatable, and we've seen that happen since she's come into the into the competition because they haven't won a uh, won a championship. So I think if I think if Vixen's played a right game. In defensively against her, they they will win. I'm I'm backing the Vixens in. I think they're going to win. They've got a lot to play for, and uh, I think Simone is the ultimate professional, and so is Kate and Liz, who are leading that team, plus the smattering of super experienced players within the team. Anyway, I I think they know how to win, and I think that they will. So I'm going fully against you. I like I get. <laughs> I get what you're saying about the physicality and people will be physical. Of course they will be. They will absolutely belt the shit out of them and they'll probably cop a little bit back as well from the Vixens. But, um, yeah, I, I don't see Vixens losing. I also I think don't. for the Vixens, the lineup. I'm not sure if Liz's ankle is 100%, which she can still play on not 100% and still do amazing because she's an amazing she's player. She's a god, yeah. Um, yeah. But Kate Eddy for me is another question mark. Yeah, Eddy's still up in the air, right? She's still under yeah. They're gonna cloud. leave her yeah. until game day, game pretty day. much. If she plays, well, she'll play. She'll play. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, if oh, she they'll plays, they'll inject it. They'll inject it with something, and she'll be playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think her that matchup with Kosh, I think that's gonna be critical. I was gonna say, I feel like for the Fever, and no disrespect to Ingrid Collier, but. Kosh has really come into her own playing in that wing attack role for Fever over the last couple of weeks. And I think and that that game against the Lightning was an example of her basically just calm, controlling that attack end. And I think if the if the feet if the Vixens, sorry, like knock that off, I think that they're gonna really struggle to get anything properly into to into Janelle. So I think if I'm like if I'm the Vixens, I don't know who I'd tip to be honest, because my heart says Vixens, my head says Fever. I think I agree with you, but I would counterpoint with the fact that I completely forgot that Verity Charles um, led Firebirds for feeds in 14. She absolutely can go into wing attack and they can put Ansys in its center. Ansys center, yeah. So they have, like for me, they just have so many backup Options. plans. Um, do you yeah. think they do that? Do you think they do that? Oh, if Kosh has got... Is, is six turnovers yeah, in the start, first quarter. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But if shit gets real, then they will. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like again, the fever, the players that I'd, I'd sort of taken a shit on over the last couple of weeks played really well. Like Jess Anson's had a really great game, so I, I think if she continues that form, there's the potential. But I don't know. I just feel like to me. Man, it'd be so... Honestly, it, it, it sucks because I don't want to seem like I'm just bashing the fever, but it would be really heartbreaking to see the Vixens lose this. Like, Yeah. Because they've just they've just never done it. And honestly, like we spoke to Liz in the preseason and, and, and I think that was the, the focus for them was basically just getting over that hump and, and um, 
to, to them, they've looked exceptional all season. So I have everything crossed that they win because I really want them to win. And yeah, I think it's a good story. Lot of, I think probably the majority of fans want Vixens to win, uh, but my head yeah. is just telling me, yeah, Fowler for me, as much as I think the Swifts actually defended her probably the best and I was shocked that Sunshine Coast Lightning didn't take that similar tactic yeah. because it worked beautifully because Kosh was unsure of how she was going to feed her with um, Clow and um, Turner sitting there. But, um, yeah, I just... I, yeah. yeah, I, I think yeah. I think the Vixen's back line is a little bit more similar to the, the Swift, though, which, which is the difference. But I don't think... I don't think the Lightning backline is as similar. You know, they're yeah, not as tall, they're not as athletic. You know what I mean? So yeah. in terms of yeah. the way that the Swiss defended Bauer, I think the Vixens will be able to emulate that a little bit more. But it, to me, it's less about Bauer. Let's be real. The ball's going to go over Emily and Katie's head, whoever's playing at whatever stage. The ball's going to go over their head. It's What's really important is what happens out in front. So Joe Weston has to have, to have a good game. And she will because Joe Weston... Just how she plays. She plays tight one on one, and she does that well. So she's had a good season. So she'll have a good game. She needs to play well. Whoever's playing wing defence needs to shut down the wing attack. Whoever that is. But the key, the key one, I think, is Verity. Whoever's playing Verity has to stop her because she's the one that does most of the feeding. And she's had a good season. So if she's at centre, Kate, Kate needs to have a good game. She has to shut her down. Do so you th- do that you think, needs to be Kate's job. Do you think Western? They potentially slide Weston into wing defence. I thought they get would. Dehaney on, and have Emily and Dehaney as your back end. Two. I mean, well, maybe. I, I just, yeah. I think that. Maybe, I wouldn't start that way, but it might be something they throw on because you know we haven't seen we haven't seen Emily at goal defence this year, so it's a bit of a risk to do that. They need they need Kate right because Kate can swing across that line and yeah. she can even play at goalkeeper too if you need and. Kate, Kate will play, I reckon. Like, I think they will, unless it's a super serious injury. And it's obviously serious enough to keep her out of the game that they played a couple of weeks ago. But I think they'll inject her with some sort of painkiller and she'll, she'll play. And I feel like just for, for, for Ketty as well, like she missed out on the grand final last year. Like, yeah, could you some, imagine? Two yeah, years in a row. imagine that. Imagine the Vixens winning and she's not on the court. Like, I'd feel, like, I mean, she'd obviously be very fucking happy, but like, no, it's just not. Here's a question. Did you... de- it would be devastating. Yeah, absolutely. I I kind of said to one of the Vixens um, sort of media people, I was like, well, they go, it's a little bit of an omen. Like, you'd be like, oh, if she is out, you know, you might win. <laughs> but yeah, she just looked at me and was like, no, Luke. <laughs> yeah, it's like, shut your mouth. Shut that dirty mouth, Luke. Yeah. Those disgusting words. Okay, so our final tips before the weekend. Luke, who have you got winning the grand final? Uh, f- un- unfortunately, because I'm not a huge fan, but Fever. Fair. Abs? Uh, Vixen. I, and my point of difference to them is the fact that they can actually shoot two-pointers consistently. Ooh. And I think that's, that's going to be the difference potentially. So, no Katie Swady. Oh, it's hard. Because the Vixens got a great narrative, but the Fever have also got a really good narrative. Because I went... So, with my tip last week, I said the Fever, and that was my head pick. And my head pick still says the Fever this week. <gasps> Ooh. But I'm going to go the Vixens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, I feel like it's the Vixens to win. They've played exceptional netball. KP's going to slap me when I get there. Yeah. She's going to be like, why did she you will. pick the Vixens? Yeah, it's all right. She'll... 
give me a hug, oh, I'm sure. I so. will be crying with joy if they win. Honestly, it's got, it's going to be really exciting. I think, like I keep saying, narratively for both teams, um, the outcome's going to be great for one of them. So, eh. you know, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. for, objectively, Luke. Fucking <laughs> like idiot. Um, so, yeah, I think the, the game is at uh, 12 o'clock Queensland time, 1 o'clock East Coast, and then I think for West Coast that would be 10 o'clock or whatever it is in the morning. Oh, my God, so, look at you. Well, hey, you guys won't you guys won't believe this. So I actually can't even watch the game live, and oh, I'm I'm at Nepal, New South Wales, at Nepal Central, selecting um one of our junior academy teams all all Sunday. So I'm gonna have to. Oh my to god, that's keep such a hard phone. flex. Look yeah. at you. <laughs> yeah. I like honestly. Yeah. I was like, I was saying to Nick, I was like, oh my god, it'd be so amazing if Abs gets the Firebirds job. Yeah. Even though we think. <laughs> Even though we think Lisa Alexander's going to get it, uh, because she's kind of made, she's kind of told everyone on Twitter that she's getting it. If she doesn't get it, it's going to be a little bit awkward. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh my god, you totally look. Yeah, it would be so amazing to have you up here coaching. <laughs> I think you'd probably prefer to coach the Swifts, though. Let's be honest. I am not qualified. Oh my god, like it matters. Like it matters. Like look at my, I'd just be like, look at my Wikipedia page. I'm important. <laughs> I think I, I edited. Should, I should start adding, yeah, start editing stuff to my Wikipedia I page. Did. To make I did. sound even better. I think a few years ago, I actually added stuff Can to Wikipedia. Can you put Wikipedia. on their 2019 uh, SSN championship? Please put that in. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> she won one premiership. <laughs> Actually, I'm just. I did actually. Abs, when you announced your retirement, I um oh I edited God. that. I edited Aww. that article. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I think. Hang on. Let me just. Can check you it. change my retirement to at the end of 2019? So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, it looks like I won. Yeah. Absolutely. Five time champ. Back to back to back to back. To back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds good to me. Um. Cool. Oh, yeah. All right. So we're all done. Um, as always, you can get us on facebook.com forward slash the goal circle. Come and chat with us. We've been reposting signing news um, as it all comes in. Eight, uh, on Monday, the free agency period opens. So we're going to try, I think, if we can get time to do the free agency. Knowing sort netball, of it's all going to be over in three days because they'll I know, just, none of this will be planned. It's, it's already sucks. over. Yeah. yeah. It's already over. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Um, so I'll just start social media all the announcements. Yeah, over. I know. It's a bit of a bummer, but it's honestly a bit exciting. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. We'll be reposting that to, um, to Facebook mm. and, and to Twitter as well. Um, you can get us on email, thegoalcircle at gmail.com. Send us, uh, we did actually get a nice big email with questions. We can't answer that today because we were just strapped for time. So we'll keep that in the little pocket uh, for future episodes. Sorry we can't get to that today. Um, you can also get us on Twitter at Bleakster, B-L-E-E-K-S-T-E-R and at B-L-T underscore 86 for Luke and at Abby underscore McCulloch for Abby McCulloch. Um, so, yeah, we've been tweeting a lot of uh, the signing news, tweeting really wrong, uh, disastrous uh, predictions and picks. Uh, oh. I'm pulling myself out because of that fucking... <laughs> That fucking tip that I got about uh, that uh, player going over to Pulse was completely debunked by the Pulse. Oh, uh, so, yeah, uh, but, but I don't think that's overly fair because I think well, there were, yeah. I think situations are changing, but yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, 
anyway, that's beside the point. I fucked that up and I felt like a big goose, but that's okay. Isn't that all part of the fun? Speculating sometimes. <laughs> it's very fun. Uh, even if, And for me, I, I like looking like a big idiot anyway, so that's all that matters. Oh, no one even noticed. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also get us on Instagram. If you're listening to us, please uh, just take a screenshot uh, and send it to us or uh, we'll post. I'm going to post some uh, season photos that I've been taking over the course of the season onto the um, onto Instagram over the next couple of days, uh, which should be good. So yeah, the Gold Circle Pod, um, just let us know if you're listening there. And as always, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please leave us a review or a rating. Five stars only is the course. If you do not do that, I don't want to hear from you. Five stars only. Leave a nice <laughs> review though. Uh, we got a couple of nice ones after last week's episode, which, um, which was great. So um, yeah, anyway, uh, that will do us for this week. Enjoy your netball on Sunday. It's the last game of the season. It's pretty upsetting considering uh, that we don't know when the, the restart's coming back. So uh, make sure you enjoy it. Uh, you know, go Fever, go Vixens, whoever you're barracking for. Luke, I know Luke just like took a deep breath when I said Fever. Anyway, just you're just so upset when I said that. You're just like, oh my God. Don't get me in trouble I'm with them again. I'm not. It's fine. It's all right. You're not going to get... No, I'm not going to say that. I won't say that out loud. Uh, but yeah, anyway, thank you so much uh, for listening, guys. Please enjoy the netball this week. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.